won't back down. With Will Levinson, Jake Lehman, and Sam Petosa. What's happening, everyone? It is Thursday, April 21st. Sam Petosa here along with Big Will Levinson and Jake Lehman. How are we doing? And I guess we're reporting to you live from the Hugh Hathcock studio. Or soon to be named the Hugh Hathcock studio because that man is dropping a bag this is, this on is, the university. We, we, go to, we go to Hugh, Hath, Hugh, Hugh Hathcock University. Hugh Hath, H-H-U. In case you live go under Cox. a rock or not on Gators Twitter, it was announced today by Darren Heitner that there is a new collective of boosters. I don't even know how to really describe it. It's called the Gator Guard. They've raised Guard. $5 million in... Yeah, well, it seems pretty simple, actually. Three it's, hours. It's the collective, but for rich people who can it give... It just seems like the Gator Boosters. Like a new net, it seems like yeah. a new network of the Gator Boosters. Yeah, but it's going to go directly toward NIL, whereas booster money... Well, yeah, who knows? spread across the yeah. university. But this is major for the University of Florida and continues to show Florida's commitment to the name, image, and likeness resolution, which makes sense considering that the first piece of legislation for that happening happened here in the state of Florida. So I just applaud the university. I mean, I've been one to critique Scott Strickland and university management on this podcast before, but I do want to applaud them in their efforts in NIL. I want to applaud Billy Napier, even Todd Golden. I mean, you can see the impact he's having right away in recruiting. Mm -hmm. This is massive for the University of Florida, and if we want to start getting big players like the Tim Tebow's again, the Percy Harvins, even go like a, not saying in terms of his career, but a Ronald Powell or a Vernon Hargraves, these are players that now are going to demand premium dollar, and with the fund like the Hugh Hathcock just set up with, the Gator Guard, we're going to have the funds for that now. Yeah, well, I mean, Hathcock, you know, gave uh, the $12 million donation last week, and then we actually saw him at the spring game. But so he covered Dan Mullen's buyout money, and then he realized, oh, crap, I guess now is the time to start. Oh, um, crap, how much more money can I spend to get him out of Gainesville? Well, let's not be so mean. <laughs> I'm trying to get Dan Mullen to go on a run with me, actually. So that, Yeah, you, Which, uh, you, did, you did ask that on Twitter. Hashtag, make, hashtag run with Jake, Dan. <laughs> Well, but, from, from yeah, no, but Dan. The, uh, a, kid, a kid me and Big Will know actually was with, I mean, you know him too, but was with Dan Mullen. He sent a, he put a, did a video of it on his Snapchat story, like of him asking Mullen about Tebow. Was he at the yoga pod? I, I don't know where he was, but he, uh, Mullen Oof. was like, pool. He was like, oh. he was like, oh, I've known Timmy since uh, he was a little boy. Like, <laughs> he, was, he was little Timmy Tebow back then. That's hilarious, but I don't know. I mean, back to the Gator Guard. Yeah, it's almost like a sigh of relief in a way, right? Because yeah. hiring Billy sort of felt like a move of, you know, hiring Billy and then seeing all the pieces he's put in place, like, you know, administratively. It, it feels like we're, you know, taking the next step, committing to being, you know, on the level of an A&M or Georgia, Alabama. And then this move, having a, you know, big booster fund feels like, okay, finally, I think. We realize what we need to do to right, land these I mean, big recruits, and it's millions and millions of dollars, and that's what it's going to be. And so, right, right. if you know, it's either adapt or get left behind. Exactly, and, and, and it we're makes doing. sense. It's legal. You can go out and do it and mm-hmm. say it and make it happen. This is a mass. The Florida Gator brand is a massive brand, and, and you have to take advantage of that. And it's it's good they're finally doing it. I mean, and, and, and now Florida's a state with a lot of rich people. You want to get the Cormani McLeans of the world, you're going to need to play premium dollar. And now we have the backing for that. We've we've always had the backing for it. It's just mm-hmm. the level of I feel like the level of commitment from the university wasn't right. there on that. And I mean that's part partly because it wasn't legal per se, but that's not to say everyone wasn't doing it. But I think the, we we the, fell behind on the cheating front for a long long time. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. We, re- I th- we really did. No, you know. Oh, 100%. The, the, Dan Mullen just simply was a little too afraid, and I don't think he really cared enough to... I, he he just wasn't good at it. got NCAA sanctions, though. <laughs> That's the, it's like the kid right, who, like, yeah, it, it's the kid who, who doesn't do anything bad, you know, has never smoked weed in his life, and then the first time he does it, he, you know, gets, gets caught. caught. Right, exactly. Like, like that yeah, is... That, Dan, that's yeah. what happened. But yeah, it, yeah. I don't know if you saw uh, James Bates, Batesy on Twitter... See what he posted that his his painting of what Steve Spurrier told him when he was try, when Spurrier was trying to recruit him to come to Gainesville because uh, Bates was uh, up there in Tennessee. Spurrier said to him, mm-hmm. "Quote: You got all these people saving up their whole lives, waiting to turn 60 so they can move down to Florida. You get you get a chance to come down here and you're eight and you're eighteen. I love that quote. From well, Spurrier. I think that's and more people saying like Miami, Florida." Not <laughs> I know, but I love it anyway. And then, well, Kate, no, the village is Turner, the village is Florida, exactly. The village then, is Florida, exactly. Yeah. Right here, and then Katie Turner responded with the dream two, destination, the two uh, blind, uh, mind blowing emojis with an extremely accurate argument, which is, and that's I'm sure we're going to use that. We got to get Batesy on here at some point. That'd be a funny episode. Yeah, it, maybe it really next would. year. Really we're, we're, I'll be boys with him by then. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's 
an interesting man. He, he is just uh, uh, is always and always entertaining, always joyful. He's just him. Like he's there's no if ands or buts to it. He's just hundred percent him all the time. He's he's a great guy, and he would be a, a great guest on this podcast. Unbelievable guest. Yeah, he's got a lot of great stories. You can tell infinite pop culture references. Yeah, oh, we love but, that on here. Yeah, Hugh Hathcock, another guy who would be great on this podcast. Hugh Hathcock. I want to meet this man. Yeah. I want to yeah, shake his too. head and thank him. Thank you. I, thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. you. And I want to thank his checkbook. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, Hugh Hathcock. He, this what what do you think the first building named after him will be? The first building named after Hugh Hathcock will be. I'm sure he'll get a uh, room a room in the Well he's gonna have yeah. The won't back down studio. Hugh Hathcock won't back down. This is basically our studio. Hugh, if you're point. listening out there, come in here. This, this could be the Hugh Hathcock studio. Yeah, we will We will give you the Decorate studio. it for a little bit for us. You know, it's a little bland in here. But mm-hmm. you got, I don't think they've ever seen the podcast studio, our listeners. We've, we got to figure out how to live stream these episodes at some point. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the time. next step of our evolution. That's, that's a great point, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The coaching draft would have been a good time to start that. Yeah, to watch us just like, Pull shit out of our ass, not being, <laughs> not being able to name coaches. <laughs> mm, oh man, yeah. but yeah, let's go. Hugh Hugh Hathcock's donation, huge for the University of Florida, huge for college sports, especially because look, like Big Will said, the University of Florida brand is massive, and when you have the money backing that brand, you're going to be able to do some powerful things. And I think we're already seeing kind of the infancy of that. Yeah, in the and era. look, the money's only going to get bigger because, like, like take the NFL wide receiver market for example, you know. Christian Kirk gets paid an absurd sum of money, and now Debo Samuel's demanding a trade because you know, he wants $40 million a year. When you set the market, and there's no cap on it, because there's there's no cap. That's the the thing, NFL yeah. has salary There's no cap. cap. It really is. The like, numbers can go up, but there is a cap. I was reading your there's conversation. There's literally with, no cap here. I was reading your conversation with Ethan, and one thing that really stuck out to me was he said that people are calling it the wild, wild west, but what it really is is anarchy. There are no guardrails on this thing right now. I was gonna, got, yeah, that, the conversation with Ethan had me thinking because – he, if anyone knows, you know, if regulations are coming, what they're going to be, it would be him. And well, like, I mean, I don't think he'd know, but he, it's more, more than we would. I mean, you know, he's no more than we would, but they, they want to keep it involved. The NCAA wants nothing to do with agents. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, so I don't know. The thing is, I don't know how you put guard. The thing is, the NCAA wants to leave it up to the conferences, and the conference want no part of that. That is nothing. To, the conferences want zero part of regulating name, image, and likeness. Why would they? Exactly. Why? When there has been sanctions in the past, has the conference had to deal with that? No, not not even in the slightest. Well, the way Ethan was explaining it, and you know, for our listeners, uh, Ethan Weinstein, he's a player representative for Dreamfield, which is a NIL marketplace for players, sort of like a cameo for NIL. They're behind. They're the folks behind the Gator Collective. Yeah. So. He knows what he's talking about. And the way he explained it was that the first conference to, it, it's sort of like a game of chicken, and that the first conference to pass their own, you know, rules, legislations, will have to make pretty strict ones because the way it works with state law, you know, having to override conference law, it's just, it's a whole mess. And, and so conference by conference things, why would you want to get involved when it's only going to sort of cap, you know? No, yeah, why would you want to put yourself in that situation? Because then you're setting the precedent. It's, it, it really is anarchy and huge. I mean, there's eight-figure contracts being reported in. As we all play the waiting game to eight see. Eight-figure. That's it's ten, like ten. around $10 million. Are there? I mean, Nico at Tennessee was $8 million, and That's the biggest thing. I, I've, I've heard I, I, so there was far, an athletic report yesterday that there's been an eight, eight probably to Arch. An eight-figure deal. Offered. Oh, I'm sure it was but the Arch the from Texas, thing probably. Is we're all just sitting... Duck. I mean, we're looking at these deals coming out for Nico, and for, and we're all just... Oscar Shibway. Mm. And we're all just saying, wow. But I'm telling you, that Arch Manning deal, wherever he goes, at this point, it's looking like it's going to be Texas or Alabama. Which kind of sucks. I think he's going to end up going to Texas. For us. I, I, I think he's going to end up going to Texas. I really do. But actually... Nah, I take that back. He might go to Bama. Because if you think about it logistically, they have Quinn for at least one more year. Texas. Do you think Arch wants to start as a true freshman? Why not? I don't know. I mean, Why, why not? I mean, it, Any I mean, of these schools, though. It, well, Alabama, if he does. Then, Alabama, he could start right away. Yeah, anywhere mm. he... I, well, yeah, I think Bama specifically is a place where he could go there and win the job. Right. Jaylen, just I, by being I don't know. Jalen Milrow... 
But just by being better. Yeah. Just off a Nate ability. Saban's not going to pick. I mean, he's going to pick the best player. Dan Mullen wouldn't have done that. You started Jalen Hurts as a freshman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tua. Put Tua in the national championship game. I'm just saying they do have Jalen Milrow, who looks like a freak behind Bryce Young. We only have Jack Miller behind Anthony Richardson. And and now yeah. Jalen Kidna after Carlos Del Rio. Yeah, Carlos Del Rio. And not that CDRW would have been any competition for Arch Manning, no. but hey, out of any of the six schools on his list, I really think I'm just saying we do have the look like we will compete for him funds wise. And if you want to talk about playing time, Hugh. We're better than here. Put, because put Hugh in touch with Arch. Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. And seriously, if Anthony has the year that he could, it, there's a chance he's gone. I just he could be one. I, I think I'm not. I don't even think Georgia is going to be in the mix in the end. I think it's really going to come down to Alabama and Texas. I think Alabama, obviously, because of what Nick Saban brings to the table, what the program brings to the table, their level of success in the NFL. I mean, Saban said the other day that his players have made a combined four point seven billion dollars in the <laughs> NFL. Texas, though, Texas is going to be able to offer him the most money, probably, and that's yeah, why I think yeah. they're a factor. Is A and M in his final six or now? I think it's. I think we'd I, probably not. I think. I think we, it's between Florida. No, not Florida. My bad. Alabama. What do you mean, no, Florida's. I mean, I don't know. Techni- in the t- technically, Alabama. He made a final six. Texas, Ole Miss, LSU. Georgia. No, LSU and Florida are both made the list at least. Yeah. And then Clemson's Virginia down. is one Clemson's school down. that Virginia's one that uh, people have been talking about lately. But I don't. I, no. Yeah, Arch Manning. What are you? I, I mean, when is he going to commit? I don't think he has a date set. I think why not? It's why so not crazy, stretch this man. out as I feel long like, as he can? I feel like the sports world has been talking about Arch Manning since he was in eighth grade, seventh grade, mm-hmm. and see, it, it, to me, it's always surreal when you see these guys you kind of watch grow up. Because for guys like us who were grew, either grew up recruiting junkies or recruiting junkies now, mm-hmm. it, it's just crazy to watch these guys grow up because you've been following their career. Like my classic example for this is Lamelo Ball. I mean, we, we right. all remember Lamelo Ball when Lonzo was at UCLA. Lamelo was just a little kid; like he was still in middle school, I think. Right now, Lamelo Ball is the starting shooting guard for the Charlotte Hornets, who's the third overall pick in the draft. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, the like, first one like that that I can remember, just an aside, was uh, Dylan Moses because he was he was on the radar in I think seventh grade. Nick Saban offered him a scholarship. The big one for me was when the Tua draft class happened. I remember Tua's recruitment very vividly. It's just going to be crazy how big of a deal he'll be when he gets on campus, wherever he goes. Like, how, like, from instantly from day one. He's a superstar. He is a superstar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I I don't don't think we've ever seen a college football or a high school football player become so polarizing as far as media talking about him before he even gets on campus. Me and Lehman were talking about this before we got in the studio that. He, I think he's the biggest recruit ever. I agree. I, I really, he may not be the highest rated recruit ever. Wasn't biggest, a, right? Qu- biggest. Wasn't Quinn the highest? Quinn, rated? I think no. Quinn tied Trevor Lawrence. He got the one thousand overall on twenty four seven. Like if you know? I'm talking he, about, he maxed out their matrix. Talking about the number one recruit in the nation, the only one who like, and this he wasn't the magnitude of his recruitment wasn't anywhere near Arches, but I think like Leonard Fournette is the only guy who comes to mind. Fournette, they call. I remember they Les Miles called him. Um, Michael Jordan. Fournette was a big deal. When Fournette got on LSU, and because they got Ben Simmons that same year too, Yeah, it was it was a big deal. Also, Arch Manning looks like he's 17, 18 years old, whereas Leonard Fournette looked 35 in high school. And and running back translates so well, obviously. Like, Arch, as good as he is, he's not a sure thing. You know, Fournette, like, that was a sure thing. Dude, it's crazy. But he is, he's going to walk yeah. in and be a superstar. Right and we right. talked about, you know, the way that he's not, I mean, obviously, he's the number one prospect. He's probably going to be very good. But even, you know, even if not, I don't think that um, will affect, you know, the NIL money like it would for some other players, you, He right? still has because the Manning name. He's still if – if you get Arch – That's what I'm saying. You're it's getting a the good Mannings. investment. You're get, yeah, the Mannings are the first family way. of football. They are the royal family of football. We talked last week with Cody about, you know – what if Nico busts? That's eight million dollars. Yeah, somewhat down the drain with Arch Manning. I, it's it, no, you're getting a return because yeah. at the very least you're selling a shit ton of tickets. Exactly, you are yeah. selling a lot of tickets. Wherever Daryl K. Royal or um, Brian, Brian Denny, Denny. They, they're both getting sold oh, out. Not that not, both of them wouldn't be sold out, but they're both even Samford. Well, oh, the merch too. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit when I said that. But even if he goes to Samford, 
stadium. It's all selling out. And his merch, there's going to be number 10 jerseys everywhere. It's crazy. I can't believe it's... Oh, I can't believe he's about to commit somewhere. I mean, it's yeah, crazy to it me. It really is. Well, well I want to say this because you, you were talking about... Um, yeah. Uh, what's it called? The the top uh, recruits ever. Oh. And how, and did, did you, did so I looked it up. up so, yeah. so, no. So, actually, he, the, there are... Let's see. There are There's five, probably a tie. Wait. There, there are five players okay. who have ever trivia, gotten... Trivia. Trivia. Here we go. There are five players who have ever do, gotten... Do, do, do. 100%. A thousand. I'm going to go for it. Sam, on do you have any guesses? Five players. Just keep Vince guessing. Young. Vince Young was is a thousand one overall. He was Quinn's one of them. Quinn Ayers is not... No? He's nowhere near... Like, he's not even near the top. Really? Maybe he's not... Is he not fact... I look, I'm looking up all the time, and I don't see... Hmm. Quinn Ewers. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor was one. Trevor Lawrence got a point nine 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 nine. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also got a point nine 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 was Ronald Powell. Vince Young was one though, right? Vince Young was one. Okay. Uh, Ernie Sims. At Ernie FSU. Sims. Yes. Yeah. Is another. <laughs> you can see FSU how I spend my free time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Was any Miami Hurricanes? No. So, okay, what so about Ernie, Brock okay, Berlin? This, what about this, Brock this, Berlin? Brock Berlin, to Florida. It's also a good guess. Brock Berlin was mm. .998. He's ranked ninth all-time. Okay. Okay, so Ernie Sims is fifth all-time. Vince Young is fourth all-time. They're still well, how, three, how two, is, and Well, is it not just a tie, though, if they're at that? I mean, I, they, yeah, they, but the, for whatever reason, <laughs> they do rank them. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go by these. Fournette? Okay. Leonard Fournette mm. is... Um, he's here, sixteenth all time, point nine nine nine. If we need a hint, could you maybe give like, okay, number a one, time two period and three maybe are all defensive linemen, and they're uh, all Ronald Powell. In the last no, we did you guess Ronald Powell? Powell? I thought no, you said we, okay. I said Ronald Powell, and they're all in the last ten years. Oh, uh, eleven years, eleven um, years. Go back to twenty ten. Okay, and Domicon Sue. No, defensive oh. lineman last eleven years. Mario Edwards. Um, I think all three of them yeah, ended up being first-round picks. They did. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, that's a hint because none of them are in college now. That means, like, Jadavion Clowney. Like Jadavion Clowney is number one overall. Number one overall. That's good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Let's go. Good stuff, Sam. Uh, defensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's a tough one. Uh, all three first-round picks. All three first-round picks. We have mm. Clowney. Mario Williams. I think, did you already guess Mario Williams? Mario, no, said Mario Edwards. Edwards. Oh, you did. No Marios. Florida's, yeah. Um, <sighs> Jadavion is one. Clowney. You've got two. It's you not. Number three. I'm trying to go. Rashawn, Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary is number three. Wow. 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 Sam is firing on all seven. He, he was the 12th pick. By the Green Bay Packers do, 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 do. in 2019. He's Thibodeau gives me Gary vibes. Okay, and you have number two. Oh, it was Thibodeau? Was really? No, 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 no. no there's still, and you have one more. Oh, okay. You, yeah. you, I was going to say. That was a little bit of a tease right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first-round pick. I can tell you the year he was a first-round pick. Okay. Okay. He was a first-round pick in the year 2016. Okay. 2016. This is probably okay. the 20... Let's go through it. 2012 recruiting class. First time. overall pick in 2016. Or the 2013 class. Was oh why am I blanking on who went first? All right, so his last college season was 2015. That means okay. Zeke went four in 2016. Of, no, uh, he, he's a very he was a very controversial pick. What happened in 2015? Robert Kim correct. Oh Robert yes, Kimdichek. yes, yeah, good. Yes, Robert Kim wow. is number two. Yes, four and that five. That makes sense. That makes yeah. a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. free you freeze money bags. So to repeat, the, the, the top five all times all time: Jadavion Clowney, Robert Kim Rashawn Gary, Vince Young, and Ernie Sims. I would have never got Ernie Sims. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been the one. I, I feel like I, I feel like I would have definitely gotten probably like two years ago in quarantine. I looked through this thing yeah, and somehow yeah. I remember that one. But yeah. some other ones, uh, uh, DJ Williams up there, right? Just yes, random ones yes, at, at Miami. Yeah, um, do you know who the eight. third highest rated recruit in Florida history is behind Powell and Berlin? Behind Powell and Berlin, mm, Martez Ivy. It is Martez. Ivey. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to guess C.C. Jefferson but was my next guess. We'll get back to the trivia a little later. I just want to get to current <laughs> events real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, different sport, but it's going to tie into what we're talking about. Big news in the world of college basketball yesterday. Two-time national champion Jay Wright has decided to retire, step away from Villanova. And people are coming out and saying that 
he stepped away because he doesn't want to keep up with the new landscape of college sports with the transfer portal, with NIL money. So that being said, we do wish Coach Wright best in retirement, one of the greatest coaches of all time. One, His big cat said he did it the right way. He did it the right way. He was <laughs> he did it the great right way. coach. Didn't take a full year. I loved watch Villanova. I mean, simple message. <laughs> he gave it. We'll see you later. A coach. few paragraphs tonight. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I'm a Villanova fanboy when it comes to college basketball, but I wanted to use this to kind of talk about college football because if anything, it's even bigger in college football with what's going on with the portal, what's going on with NIL deals. So I that posed the question to me. If there one coach, not even one coach, are there coaches in college football you could see making a similar shift? There are, and due we to the all nature thought of, of the times, and we all unanimously yeah. picked the same person, Jake Lehman. Do you want to say who we said? Um, sure. I mean, it, it, it's Will, William William Swinney. William, William Dabo Swinney. Swinney. But yeah, I, I mean, I actually I wrote a little piece on um, Clemson recently for a class project, and so he's Jordan not. Coke. Diet Coke. I mean, Dabo. Diet Pepsi. I think a lot of people remember That's Dabo uh, a few years ago said th- something about if college players ever get ever get paid, I'm gone, right? And he's still here. But in terms of NIL and the portal, he's still a little bit apprehensive, you know, wanting it to do wanting to do it, you know, the Clemson way, right? That's always right. been his thing. Little old Clemson in our pizza party on the Yeah, it, I think Dabo's, and we saw evidence last year, I think he's going to have a tough time with the new nature of college football. I think his resistance to the transfer portal is going to end up killing him. Yeah, well, he he called it a train wreck and said that, I mean, a lot of coaches, though, have agreed that, you know, maybe it, it could turn into a train wreck. I mean, Lane Kiffin, who's probably the most, you know, you know, modern, like, with it guy, even he has bad things to say about NIL. Right. So, Well, you know, who doesn't have bad things to say about it is Nick Saban. Well, because, because he's always he's four kidding. steps ahead of you. There's a reason Nick Saban's the GOAT, because he just adjusts with the times. I mean, you've seen him adjust to so many different time periods in college football. But, I mean, I think the more interesting quote from Dabo, though, he said, we're still going to get the same players without manipulating them in um, in high school with NIL stuff. All right, Dabo, let's and not think, act like you didn't drop a bag to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you didn't drop on. a bag to- or like Xavier Thomas. Yeah, but are there any other coaches that come to mind? I know we Chip about Kelly. Chip Kelly. Yeah, Chip Kelly. Chip he Kelly. has always sort of been a old school. in the Dan Mullen mold of you know let me just coach you know call my offense and not worry right. about all the other stuff. And he, um, I'm gonna pull it up there. He, it was part of a um, athletic interview about sort of nil stuff with different coaches and probably the most damning quote out of any of them was one from Chip Kelly, and I, I had it written down in one of my pieces, but Chip Kelly said, I think there are some places that have weaponized NIL and are using it and recruiting it. Yeah, no shit, Chip Kelly. Uh, that's not going to happen here, so we don't even discuss it. Well, now, maybe your- maybe he has a plan that we don't know about, but, you know, it's one thing when USC is down, but, you know, they're about to be rolling again with Lincoln Riley You're at the putting helm. yourself at such a disadvantage. For what reason? To be self-righteous? I, I, you are UCLA. You have the resources. You're in Westwood. It's, you it's are probably in Westwood. It is a better place to location live. than USC. Yeah, I mean, it's the nicest place to live for a college student in the country. Yeah, the and, and play major college too. football. Yeah. A couple other names. I, I know we said Mike Gundy. Gundy, um, I don't know. He kind of seems like he. Paul be. Christ in Wisconsin. Well, I mean, well, Ethan and I talked a lot about Wisconsin and their their stance on. NIL being even more old-fashioned than their offense. So that'll be interesting to see if Wisconsin can, can sort of remain a, a Big get, Ten contender if they don't. I don't get it, man. If you're, I don't get it either. If you're not using this to your advantage, you're just falling behind. I think there's going to come a time. everyone to use. And you, yeah. you can complain and moan all you want about how other schools are using it to their advantage. Other schools have more resources. But every, every school is an alumni network. I mean, I know not all states have the same legislation, but you... You can You may not be able to do it to the level that Texas A and M's boosters can, but you could still make an impact. Get, because one recruit can change a program. One recruit could come in and just change a program. We've seen it time mm-hmm. and time again. Caleb William. I mean, maybe yeah. who knows? Maybe that had to do a little bit with you know him not ending up at Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, the whole link to Wisconsin was that they hired Bobby Ingram, right, the tight ends coach from the Ravens, who is his best fr- childhood best friend's father and Caleb's father and Bobby Ingram. Like our best friends too. But so I mean, I there were verified reports. Yeah, they weren't. That, that was somewhat close to happening. Yeah, they weren't going to pay him in Wisconsin. Why would he go there? He is now sponsored by Dr. Dre. 
It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's California love. No, and it's a CEO head coach world nowadays. I, I think it's an I arms think, race. I think the you know the type of head coach who you know is not willing to you know be involved in sort of all aspects of the program, a la you know Dan Mullen. I think they're going to be shown the door. Like you know, we're already kind of seeing it with with a lot of the hires that you know big time programs are making, like Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. You know, young guys who can recruit who are going to be yeah. able to kind of grow up with the sport as it kind of goes back to its end. I mean, they're just rewriting college football right now. College football is completely different than it's Western. it's the the one sport in America that I, that I think is always like changing you know with the time period but now more than it's happening more rapidly now than ever I would say yeah definitely which leads us to I'd argue twenty twenty one was the most impactful year in college football history That's a with fair with the portal and NIL happening at the same time because those are two huge huge sport altering things and they. Both happened in the same year, which I think we're going to look back on and, and see was kind of ridiculous, you know? That's a very fair statement. But that led us to another conversation yeah. about what would it be like if NIL was here all along? <laughs> I mean, what would some of these players' endorsement deals be? And the first one that I think we all kind of thought <laughs> off right off the bat was Tim Tebow. Yeah. He would have made a boatload of money. He, yeah. His primary oh, yeah. NIL deal would have been through Christian Mingle. <laughs> hey, I mean, look at all the churches around town. Just, man, just oh, just, my God. Yeah. Or you got a guy like Baker Mayfield, like Gold Bond could have gotten in there after. Like, he was rubbing his sack. Rubbing, his, rubbing his ball sack. Like Johnny Manziel with Fireball. Channing Crowder could have got a really good uh, Toto. Toto? The toilet, toilet company because yeah. he pees his pants. Yeah. Najee Davenport. Or like Percy, Har- Percy Harvin could have been the poster boy for True Leaf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, you could just keep going on and on in there. I mean, Laramie Tunsil could have been the Yeah, first. speaking speaking of uh of um marijuana. There was I was I was one day I was I was okay. walking down down the street with my Chandler Parsons jersey. Yeah. And some random guy on a bike reeked of weed. Mm-hmm. Dro- like flew on past me, kind of turned around, saw my Chandler Parsons jersey and just kind of like shifted his bike, stopped and said, "Hey, Chandler Parsons, no way, man! <laughs> I used to sell weed to that guy all the time. He was my biggest client. And I, was I like, can see that. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's cool. a Chandler SEC Parsons player of the year. Is it Chandler Parsons and I say, share a birthday. Chandler Parsons did things that's the why right was, way with his NFL career. He did. He did things the yeah, NBA way. career. Yeah. With his NBA career, yeah, yeah, he got you paid said, and dipped out. I meant NBA. Yeah. I call him the Matt Flynn of the NBA. Another guy who did things the right way. No, got but paid, I, no, get paid and then. But uh, uh, Chandler Parsons has a better, yeah. has a better, better NBA career than Matt Flynn in the NFL. And Matt Flynn had yeah. one on the good, Rockets. And uh, Matt Flynn had one good career game, and that was it. He only was good for a game. Like his stats probably are like that's the dream. I mean, he he lived my right, NFL dream. Yeah, no, I agree. That's and it was a meaningless <laughs> game against the yeah. Lions. Like, doesn't get any better yeah. than that. Oh yeah, that's everyone's dream. Imagine if you could have one game against the NFL and you just throw for like three fifty. Yeah, be insane. A couple tutties to go with it, no, maybe a pick or two. Who knows? Um, I would, I would love to see his stats here. He played fifteen games. He started zero of them. <laughs> uh, he made one start. One start against. Yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, one. The one week. Didn't he get game. paid by the Seahawks to be their starter? Yeah, he got paid, and yes. then they drafted the Russell Wilson kid as a project in the third round. Right. Beat him out in camp. Oh, you mean Jesus' child? Matt Flynn never had to play down. Or son of Jesus. or Yeah. He, he is the epitome of an all-caps religious tweeter. <laughs> like, I wake up in the morning, like, glory to God, like, with an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Like, Mr. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mr. Mr. Oh, Mr. Fantastic? Was that it? No. What did he call Mr. himself? Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Uh, he's, he's, not, he's a little weird. Not the biggest Russell Wilson fan. He's kind of a weird guy. Yeah. And people like to always say, like, the Seahawks haven't put proper teams around him. I mean, I guess, like, the offensive line wasn't always there, but you did still have some of the best defenders of all time on your defense for a majority of your career. You were throwing to Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf the past couple of years. You're throwing to Doug Baldwin, who was a pro bowler. I don't know. I, I, and last year, or the year he was finally supposed to win MVP, wasn't he abysmal in the second half of the season? I guess I'll answer my own question since I'm the only one on the podcast. I, I just want—I I finally—I found this video. Yeah. I, was, I was looking for it, so I wanted to play. It's, it's Peter Schrager 
talking about the Seahawks 2013 draft yep, class. One of, my, one of my favorite, mm-hmm. just complete whiffs of a draft class. You gotta listen. Five foot eleven third round backup quarterback. With big hands. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Where's, what is this draft? He couldn't win any games. Where's Irvin? Sticks. Where's Irvin? Not gonna be a star, I don't think. That was a strange pick, 15th overall. I don't know why they took Bobby Wagner as the next pick. I think they could have gotten him on day three. Russell Wilson to me is negligible. You put him on the bench, what's he gonna do? Fine, great. And then the rest of the draft is a bunch of no names. So I'm giving him a Seems like a skit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is that is that is a real clip at following the draft. Peter Schrager, Bobby Wagner. Don't know why they took him in the second round. Russell Wilson. What's he gonna do? Throw him on the bench. Give Zach Cohen that man. Bruce job Urban, now. Not gonna be a star. I don't think. I yeah. just I just I just love that. Just like complete way, like one of the best first three picks you could possibly have. One yeah. of the greatest I mean, draft like, classes yeah, of all time. Literally of all time, and just. It's just so funny to me how there's nobody knows the hell they're talking about the NFL draft. Like, in reality, like, nobody knows. No one knows. Like, everyone can project. Every, I mean, and the thing is, it's so funny to me every year when a player falls to your team and you're like, oh, that's a steal. How do you know? How do you know that that's <laughs> yeah. not where the NFL GMs had him evaluated yeah, the exactly. entire time? Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, just, nah, everyone knew Larry Towns was a steal. Well, I mean, there's some that guys. That was different, like, though. That was different. That was different, yeah. <laughs> we got lucky. Yeah, we did. But sometimes there's guys like, I remember Josh Jones is one of my primates. 2020 draft, this is a guy who was supposed to be a first-round pick. People were talking about the Dolphins taking him 18th overall. Slides to the third round. Everyone's like, how did a first-round pick slide to the third round? Oh, the Houston Well, there's guy, clearly yeah. the third-round pick. Or Zach Maybe. Bond. Zach Bond from Wisconsin was supposed right. to be a first-round pick yeah. that same year. Right. Slid to the third round. What has he done in the NFL? Exactly. Yeah, Josh yeah. Jones. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I really, you take Josh Jones or Austin Jackson, it's basically the same thing. Same shit, yeah. <laughs> this coaching staff likes what the... We're doing the Dolphins now, but Frank Smith believes he can coach him up. He believes he can coach him up. I gotta tell you, uh, I don't think I've said this since I've been on, since uh, on this podcast, but uh, Judge Jeffrey Levinson had an opportunity to uh, speak for about 10, 15 minutes with Frank Smith, the Dolphins' offensive coordinator. Nice guy, very nice guy, and uh, the Honorable Judge Jeffrey Levinson had told me that. They that Frank Smith told him he believes in the young guys in the offensive line. They they believe that guys like Eichenberg, Austin Jackson, that they have the talent. They just need coaching, and they're prepared to. I think I think it's it's definitely going to be a battle between Austin Jackson and Eichenberg. They're going to fight for that right tackle spot. Mm-hmm. I think I'd rather see Eichenberg. Me too. I Me agree. Too. I a, trust Eichenberg. Right Eichenberg got some good moments last year. Yeah, I, I think, mean, in college. Eichenberg had a penalty problem. That was the issue. Right. And that could also be an issue considering Connor Williams was the most penalized guard in the NFL last right. year. So we'll see. Um, I think that coaching does play a part with offensive line play. We've seen offensive line coaches. They say the third year is the year. Do they not? For the quarterback? Or for what? For offensive line. Uh, well, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, I mean, I think, yeah, well, for every draft. Drafty for every, I mean, I think for every NFL player that's drafted highly, their first couple of ye- first two years, you sometimes you either specifically see it or see it for or quarterbacks and tight ends. Third year is kind of like your 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 last. But the line's a position where rarely guys are good year one. Not sure. Tristan Wirfs. Well, rarely I guess well, compared to other positions. Jack Conklin was certainly all definitely a rookie. Yeah, no. Yeah, I but d- compared to other positions, though, O line takes development. I I agree. Especially, with, I mean, Austin Jackson, we knew was going to be a project. I agree. No, I, I don't I, think we I, no, expected. I, we shouldn't have expected much out of him year one. Year you're two, right. Maybe, but you're right. You're right. I think that a position more than anything, even beyond offensive line, that seemingly needs year of development, at least one year. Mm-hmm. Usually, just one year is yeah. the tight end position. And Kyle Pitts, a tight end, thousand in his first year. Right, Kyle I Pitts is the first. Imagine. I mean, he's he's the best rookie tight, tight end, end really ever, sh- and it's not even close. And even even by regular by by general expectations, I wouldn't say he exceeded them by any stretch. I wouldn't say that he even met them. I mean, some expectations. I mean, he was. They were hard to meet. I mean, what what do you? No, ex- exactly. But I, obviously, I think that's what I'm saying. This year, he's going to be exceptional. He's the only one they could. Yeah, he's the only. He's their only weapon. Well, and Except Felipe is going to be thrown into him by by year by week when four. What when Marcus Mariota like you know sprains his elbow or something in week I'm three? Make my mock is Felipe. Felipe to Pitts? No. Yeah. I'm not really. Crazy. I've been reading. And then when Felipe gets hurt, mm-hmm. we're throwing in the Jew. Throwing the Jew. Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably trust Rosen over Felipe. Honestly, <sighs> I don't know. What was your reaction to the Josh Rosen trade at the time? When we got him, mm-hmm. I was very happy. So was I. 
because I liked him. I, lo- out. I loved I him liked in college. Him yeah. out. I really <laughs> did. I thought he was. I have still to this day never seen a more pure passer. What that actually means or how that actually translates to the game, I'm not quite sure. But goddamn, the way he threw the ball, it just looked right. It just looked he right. He also had yeah. that swag about him. He had the. I thought. I thought it was a smart move. I thought it could have worked out. But I mean, yeah, it was, it was a second round pick. And, and here's the way I look at the trade. I think it's a negligible trade because it was straight Josh Rosen for Andy Isabella. What do you know? Yeah. Well, uh, DK Metcalf could have been. Well, it could have. No, yeah. yeah, it could have been. <laughs> yeah, but who, but it wasn't. Tyreek and Waddle. Yeah. We yeah. No, we we moved. Yeah, we're fine. But Josh Rosen. I mean, I will always remember, and and this is a great segue into our what we were gonna do next, which is just random nostalgia trivia stuff with college football, but the 2017 season opener, if you guys remember, against A&M. Yeah, of course. They, in the Rose Bowl, they were down 44-10. to 10, And yeah, that was Kevin the, Sumlin choked it away. With the cane. With the, 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 the cane. The cane, the, 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 yeah. The, yeah. That, was the fake, the cane. that was the fake spike game, right? Yeah. Josh, and, I, yes. and wow. I mean, when yeah, we, yeah, we got him, game. it was like, holy crap, you know. I was excited. And no, the yeah. fact that he, that he was Jewish... Made me want him even more. Well, I was we, like, if I mean, we could get yeah. a Jewish. I liked him in college too. I, he was a fun player. He was. So Everyone much thought fun. he was a sure thing for. He was going to be the first yeah, overall. Yeah, he was such a. Again, like Will said, he he was just the prototypical. Crazy thing is, it didn't get a, NFL. Like, no one passing. knew Baker was going to be the first overall pick until the day until of. the day of. Yeah, that the was. I, play, I remember yeah. that. That yeah. was crazy. That was that draft was the the draft day of real drafts. All right, trivia. I, I don't know what this is going to sound like, but I just I'm looking up old videos of, mm-hmm. that I recorded of Josh Rosen making good plays. So I just want to see if you guys can guess what game this is from. Okay. And I can barely hear. I can't. I, I mean, I can't even hear. Oh, because you don't have your. Oh. Oh. All right, do it again. Do it again. Okay. I guess we're playing it again. Is that Uncle Vern? Yep. Oh, so it had to be A&M. Which year? A&M, but... Vern's last year was 2016. It had to be. Yes, yeah, because it was, it 2017, was Gus Johnson announced the Correct. game. Correct. So it was, it was, oh! Oh! The legend of Josh Rosen. The legend of Josh Rosen. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that was the year before that the game. That game was CBS. It was a week one game, and it was at A&M. And don't tell that me. That was like a 70-yard touchdown. But A&M touchdown. won that one in overtime? Right. Yes. Yeah. Correct. <sighs> yeah, my brain is is broken. I, it's it's Josh just Rosen. all. I, I actually I, I want to pull up that, that, that was dead shows and, and and random college football stuff. Well, speaking of which, I've got another great trivia one for you guys. If you want to take a crack at it, um, two thousand seven, we were six seven years old, and it was easily the greatest college football season of all time. Okay. Yeah, I was six and then turned seven. That was a couple of years after I started watching. Oh, I don't know. Were you were you watching yet by then? Minimally. Or? I mean, I was watching. Like, 05 was my, my, first, okay. my first My first real was, season was, was 2012. Or like, 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 the real, like, okay. where I, I was, like, locked in watching like, right, every yeah, game. No. All right, fair. So this one's a little 2012 early. Was yes. like, but, uh, yeah, I watched the game. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I watched. Like, I started really watching when I was six because yeah. that's when I became a Gator fan. Well, I just love, uh, this is a great list. Uh, there was the curse of number two that year when a bunch of, Random schools got up to number two and then would lose. So, can you name all the schools who 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 filled that number two spot? There's some okay, fun ones. Kansas. Okay. Can, yep. There you go. Can, there you go. Kansas, Kansas was US, number two. USF. USF. Yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. Matt, Pat McAfee choked away their shot at a national title. LSU. Right. Yeah, they were there for a while, they, and they lost both times, and yet they still ended up making a natty. Bama, no. Wait, who did LSU beat? That did LSU win the win the Natty that year? Yeah, they did. Who'd but they, they lost twice in right. the regular season. Right, right. Who did right. beat the Natty? Yeah. Ohio State. So Ohio oh. State, the most random yeah, national sure. championship. No, of all Tebow time. won the Heisman that year. But yeah, he yeah. did. He did. Troy Smith was gone. Another. Can you name their Ohio State's quarterback? This is one. No one gets this one. Oh my. No one God. gets this one. Oh my God! You gonna have to. Get I, I had Brandon Stewart surprised when I got this one because we were doing uh, the barstool trivia, the dozen, okay. and it was like name. Oh, I love the dozen. Name the last forty quarterbacks who have started in a national title. So I went back to like early two thousands, and this was the one that I think Brandon couldn't well, get. Well, Ohio State won this game. 
LSU won. So but name the two quarterbacks. Screw it. We'll do trivia. Oh, wait, hold who on. are the who? Uh, oh, who's this? LSU's is a great trivia question. Oh, I know who LSU's, who's LSU's quarterback. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who Ohio State's was. I'm Todd Beckman. What? I give it to you. Yeah. Oh, no, it Todd Beckman. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's not. Come on. And then the other schools who made it up to number two that year were um, Oregon, Dennis Dick, Georgia, and then um, Boston College and Cal. <laughs> Cal, yeah. Cal. What a crazy year. Yeah, USF really, the fact that they were fully up uh-huh. and like fully Do you know who the coach of USF was? <sighs> yes. Wait. Oh, wait, wait, I have to know. In my, I how might. How do I not know? I should know. You know. Should I know? He hasn't been in college football in a couple of years. Was he a D coordinator after? He was a D coordinator under a very familiar. Am I allowed to guess yet or what? Just guess. Jim Levitt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Yeah, good guess. I'm telling you, my brain, that's uh, all I got. All right. That's all I have left. Well, hit, hit us with a trivia yeah. question. My NFL now is just way up past my college football. Yeah. Course. I like to consider myself versatile on both. Yeah, you are. But I got to just think of a trivia question now. The only trivia questions I'm really good at is, is draft day trivia questions. Like right. from, from the movie Draft Day. Actually? Like specifically the movie. I have an entire... I think I have, it's great trivia. I have yeah. an entire... I actually wrote this down. I have, a, I have a draft day trivia game. Like I made a full game. I'm I can go through it. I can go through it. I love this. I'm pretty I good at the this. European history category on yeah, Jeopardy. Right. How many times have you seen huh, the movie really? Draft Day? I'm actually... Jeopardy... Did you I, take AP Euro in high school? Yeah, I did. I w- I've always been a big history kid. And I just have a pretty good memory. As probably, you've probably seen on the podcast, like I just remember random stuff. Mm-hmm. And history was just one subject where my memory always helped me. I, don't know. I have a 10-question trivia in my notes for, for draft day. All right, let's Jeez. do it. Let's do it. We got the draft coming up. Okay, might as well. Have you seen the movie? How many times have you seen the movie? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, we're talking about the movie. Yes. Oh. yes. I don't really want to. All right, ask me one question. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. should not be a whole I'm segment. I'm not sitting I through I 10 know. questions I know, of draft day. I know. I just, I just why I wasn't going to do it. I was surprised. The NFL draft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wish I should. I should probably make an NFL draft once. Yeah. When Coach Penn tells <laughs> his, <laughs> when Coach this Penn tells his quote favorite Ray Jennings story to Jelly Donut and the guys, end quote. What team did Ray Jennings FSU Seminoles face? Clemson. No. Miami. No. He I, doesn't. I, I, he doesn't I, I, explicitly say that the name of the school, but he says, "quote Those poor Sooner bastards out on the field, the Oklahoma Sooners." Okay. <laughs> How would I, I, I ever know that? I don't know. How would we ever know that? To. All right, I'll give you the, the easiest one is yeah. this one. They're, they're all really hard that I didn't realize how hard they were because they were so easy to me, but hard to everybody What's else. Like the quota, what would you say is like the maximum times you would have to watch draft day to answer these questions? Ten. Ten, ten times? Yeah, yeah, I've ten. probably seen it ten times in my life. I, I watch it usually around the draft. I give it a rewatch. I'll probably do that again this year. I like just have it on like from time to time throughout my days. Like that, like up until like we into the draft. Like I'll just put it on. Like I've already seen Batman. Okay, this is the easiest one. What did Tom Michaels have for breakfast? Pancakes. Pancakes. Yes, yes. That's easy. Okay, there you go. Glad we're on the same page. All right, college. Pancake eating motherfucker. They don't say it like that. I don't think they curse like that. They do. They say you pancake eating motherfucker. It is yeah. said. I can pull up the line. The right best there. is a PG thirteen movie when they say the f word once, and it's like a whole big. They did yeah. that in Batman too. They're like, they're yeah, like, yeah, like he's like, oh, this is probably your favorite night of the year, pal, huh? Happy fucking Halloween, and it's like, oh, say it with me, you pancake eating motherfucker. I'm gonna find this line because I can find it very quickly. Couldn't do more random college football seven, But instead, I trade up with you just so I can get him at one. Jesus Christ. You were right about me, Tom. I am a crazy man. So come on, take advantage of it. Well, I gotta find what are you waiting for? So if you wanted to watch draft day before the draft, just listen to this podcast, essentially. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, I thought of a good trivia question if you guys want to give it a crack. I would love to give it a try. 2013. So this is a little topical. 2013, James. What's, what's going on with this? <laughs> hey, what are you watching, doing? We're watching draft day. I got, I got. I think I got a pretty, pretty good trivia question Let's here. Let's see if I can answer it. So 2013, Jameis Winston won the Heisman. Yeah. Who were the other finalists? It was um, an interesting ragtag group. Okay, of guys. Jordan Lynch. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Lynch. Jordan Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the guy's name on the Giants? Um, Andre. Are you giving this one a crack? Uh, Who's the running? The running right back from Boston uh, College. Right. I forgot his name, but Andre something. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Andre okay. Williams. Andre Williams. We got Jameis, yeah. we got Andre Williams, and then I, Jordan Lynch. Jordan Lynch, Northern Illinois. AJ McCarron. 
And there's one more? Two more. Two more. Two more. Two more. Two Amari more. Cooper. All right, all right, I just need it. Silence for one moment. Okay. <laughs> there oh my it is. God. There it is. I got it. That was hard to pull up very quickly, but I did. I wow, I went that was exhilarating. Movie. I went through the whole movie to find <laughs> oh it. That's I, I, that was that was pretty quick. Okay, there's I mean, two more. Was, yeah. All right. So um, if you right, want to hop in? What's wanna, the question? 2013, interesting group of Heisman finalists, right? Jameis Winston won it. Okay. FSU won the Natty that year. Okay. I said, who were the other ones? There were there were five other finalists. This is Sam already got. Um, Jordan Lynch, the Northern Illinois quarterback. Andre Williams, Boston College running back. A.J. McCarron from Bama. And then there were two more who were invited to New York. It was a good year, I think, in college football. It, other than Florida being hit, terrible. Were there any defensive? How, who won the national championship that year? FSU. FSU. FSU over Auburn. They beat Auburn. Trey yeah. Mason. Good one. Do you know what high school Trey Mason went to? Uh, North, was was to Trey North Mason Broward. a Heisman finalist? North yeah. Broward. Yeah. North Broward Preparatory School. Oh, I don't remember Is, Mm-mm. No, American Heritage. He went to North Broward. For he went elementary. to Park Vista. I knew that. Park Vista. He yeah. went to elementary. Go he went to North Broward for elementary. There's or, a, no, for middle school. I didn't know that. There's my, a hold on, hold on. My eighth grade, my eighth grade uh, physics teacher uh, had him in middle school at North Broward, and said that she was like his special helper because he had major anger issues, mm-hmm. and one time he punched a wall at school. There's a Holy Trey Mason wall. Park Vista jersey hanging up in the Boca Raton Los Patos. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I, know, I did not know he went to Park Vista. Yeah, so. yeah. Go Cobra. Okay, there's one more. Is he a defensive player or an offensive player? Offense. Okay, let me think. It wasn't Amari, right? Amari was 2014. Uh, skill position or quarterback? Quarterback. Quarterback, okay. Uh, Aaron Murray? No. Yeah, he never got that. After Heisman. Uh, let's think. The 2013 NFL. Oh, that was a bad draft. Well, the, the 2014 draft. Oh, it was the 2014 draft. 2013 season. Yeah. 2013 season. because Jameis. 2014 draft. Oh. So who was the first overall pick in 2014? Uh, Jadavion. Yeah, you already it's talked about him earlier. Jadavion. Give you a hint. We have, I think we've, we've talked about this guy today already. Mm. We have? Uh-huh. Wow. For like a sec. Uh, hmm. Johnny Manziel? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Quality trivia there. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that question. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Of yeah. I you get you getting Andre Williams right off the bat like that. Like I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm, yeah, I'm that, a, was, that was good stuff. I'm a weird good stuff. I yeah. I know some weird things. Yeah. Uh, someone else ask. I'm trying to think of one. Okay. Season by season. Well, this is an easy one, but mm-hmm. let's see if you guys would know it. Do you know who the all-time leading passer in college football history is? It is. Uh, is it Case Keenum? Nope. He he had the single season record till Joe Burrow broke it. Is it Timmy Chang in Hawaii? Oh, the all time. Oh, I thought it was Case Keenum. I'm pretty sure it's Kellen Moore. No, no, no. It is okay. Here's here's an interesting one because Tom, Tim Rinaldi came. Tom Rinaldi or Tim? I'm sorry. Tom Rinaldi came to UF. I was yeah. there. Uh, yeah. yeah, you were there, and he asked us who's the all time leading passer in college football history, and I was thinking it was Case Keenum, but some kids said Kellen Moore. And he said, yes, and you get a prize. And I was like, oh, it's Kellen Moore. But I've looked it up several times, and everywhere I look says that it's Casey. Why don't I just look it Kellen up? Moore. Why don't I just Google it? I know, but I have is what I'm saying. Well, Kellen Moore is definitely the most efficient. Kellen Moore is like Yeah, fourth. it is Case Keenum. Yeah, it is Case Keenum. It, Kellen Moore yeah, is like He has fourth. the most. He has 19,000 yards. Right. Yeah. So it's Case I Keenum. And I, Timmy Chang's second. Do you guys know who's third? Holy hell. You will never guess who's third. Can I get a I, hand? I wouldn't have got this. Can I get a hand? I got the first two. A hint. I mean, uh, Big 12. Big 12. Landry Jones. Really? Yeah, that, that's it. That's really it? Yeah. I got it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first Big I mean, 12 I know, I mean, to come to my He life. was a four-year starter. So I've, got a, I've got a good one. I never would have guessed that. During the 2016 season, there were some yeah. great running backs in college football. There were. There were. But do you know who won the Dope yeah, Walker yeah, Award? Yeah, Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. And he was a Heisman yeah. finalist. I'm, t- I'm I'm two steps ahead of you in terms of like weird college football brains, Sam. I yeah, I'm trying to think yeah. of good ones. Oh, Foreman's on the Panthers now. Deontay remember, uh, remember who their when uh, who would, who was their backup quarterback huh? for Oklahoma in the Landry Jones years? Backup quarterback. He was a quarterback back then. Oh, He's no oh, quarterback, and he plays in the NFL. The Belldozer. The Belldozer. Yeah. So tight end. They would put him in for Blake like. Bell? Oh, they put him in in like the goal yeah. line package. Kind of like a Trey yeah. Burden. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, who? Right now, that's too easy. I'm thinking like 20, like the, around like middle school time. That was a fun time in college football. Kind of right before the playoff took over and yeah. things went maybe downhill a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, for sure. Okay, this is an easy one. Mm-hmm. Who were the two teams to get left out of the first ever college football playoff? And they T- played each T- other. TCU and Baylor. Yep, yep. Yeah. What a game. What a game. Oh. I was thinking the, the early, uh, the Big 12 for a few years after they did their realignment and added TCU and West Virginia was a lot of fun. Still a ton fun. of fun. Still is, but it, it those years it peaked. It's I college, think. Football. Trevon Gotta Boykin. college football. College football. All right, the I think it was Trevon Boykin was great. He's was in jail now, but he was awesome. No, was it twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? Valero Alamo Bowl, mm-hmm. um, Oregon, TCU. Tell me what happened. It was the largest. Oregon was up by like yeah. three touchdowns. Huge comeback. Um, yeah. Vernon Adams gets hurt in the first half. Yep. Their backup comes in. Yep. I think it was Hein Jeff Heine or mm-hmm. Jeff Heinke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the quarterback for TCU. But I'm pretty sure it's the only game he ever started. He came in, they made a comeback. It was crazy. Oh, they because Trevon Boykin was like suspended, right? Yeah. Was it? Was it? Oh, TCU. Who was it for? And they got Kenny Trill right after, so that guy never ended up starting. Kenny Trill. I looked up his name a couple weeks ago, actually. Just all right, but that was that was probably my second favorite Valera Alamo Bowl of all time. My first being in 2013. You know who won that game? It was that one, Baylor and Washington. Yes, and it was RG three. Yes, again, and they lost. Yeah, Keith but Price, they, right? Another they, awesome like seventy-two. Keith, another awesome college football quarterback who gets lost in history. Go YouTube him for five minutes. Keith Price, some random Washington teams. He was fun. You know, yeah. Colin Klein. Was just you know, when Colin I, Klein is on the staff. Baylor. Oh no, I was wrong. Was Baylor saying. won that game. I was wrong. I. I Baylor won sixty-seven to fifty-six. RG three went twenty-four of thirty-three, two to ninety-five on a touchdown. What's his? Hold on. Colin Omar, Klein's a great nostalgia name, by the way. Granaway, he was fun. Terrence Omar Granaway, twenty-one carries, two hundred yards, five touchdowns. Well, you can shoot some NFL ones if you want. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> you have to think pretty deeply to find one. In uh, probably gonna go home and watch Jeopardy now. Have you guys been watching? I I watch uh, Jeopardy every night with my my roommate Alec. He's an interesting character. Well, we're gonna have to get him on at some time, but he provides no insight for sports whatsoever. He'll talk about Formula One racing, but otherwise he could go right, on like a forty five minute. Is he a big baseball guy? He played baseball. Okay, okay two thousand eleven NFL draft. Mm-hmm. The first quarterback taken was Cam Newton. Yes, who was the second? Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. It was the it was the Sports Illustrated cover. Yes, and it it was the oh it was Blaine Gabbert third. He was third. Jake Locker. Jake Locker. Jake Locker. Washington. It was a yeah. Shocker because the Titans were like not really supposed to take a quarterback, <laughs> and they all thought he was going. They all thought they were going to take an offensive lineman. I forgot who. Mm. And then everyone was like, Blaine Gabbert's clearly the second quarterback in this draft. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, like that would be like. That's essentially like Malik Willis going first. I guess in this year you can't really compare because there's no Cam Newton. But I guess it's like I guess similar to Daniel Jones in a sense, but was less so. It's like it's that like was Desmond that Ritter. Shit crazy. It's like Desmond Ritter going ahead of Kenny Pickett. You know what? I was sitting at the premiere of Avengers Endgame, not the premiere, like the Thursday night showing of Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. when that shit happened with Daniel Jones. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And to me. That was still because that was crazy because no everyone thought if they're going to take quarterback it was going to be Dwayne Haskins but still less crazy than Cleveland Farrell going forth that was still good. less crazy bro because Mike Mayock was on some shit for a I still yeah. don't understand I was petrified petrified of the Dolphins taking Cleveland Farrell at thirteen I hated Cleveland Farrell I thought he was a bust like you wouldn't believe I thought this guy was terrible. I was like, what do people see in Cleveland Farrell? First of all, terrible name as far as successful pass rusher. Cleveland. And I was just like, this guy's going to fall to 13, and I know we're going to take him, and I'm going to cry. I wanted- And then he went four. I had him like 30th on my board. I thought he was going to go in the 20s, and he went four. That was like, that's four. like, that's, let me see, like, that's four. like George Karlaftis going fourth overall in this year's draft. I like Karlaftis. Yeah, but like. He went number fourth. one in Nick Adams' mock draft, actually. <laughs> 
Number one. He's a hard worker I'm pretty and a good sure, Christian. I hope the Jets take George Kelly. I'm pretty sure I wanted the Dolphins to take Wilkins, and they got Wilkins. I wanted um, – well, I I did want Dwayne Haskins. Rip. Yeah, I wanted Haskins, too. I, was, I mean, it was, like, hard not I to want I was big Haskins. on him, and I, I wasn't really watching the draft. Though. I really liked him. Again. I was watching – Yeah, people really went to Endgame over that. I kind of lost respect for no, my no, friends. Come on, come on. I, it's you can. It's a movie. You can watch it whatever you want. It's the draft. You can follow it on your phone. No, you gotta watch it. Come no, on. dude. It's it, it not just a movie. It's a finale of like twenty five movies. I don't. It, but it, the draft is like the biggest. It's I'm the pretty sure Zach Cohen might have gone to the movie over the draft he did, that year I, too. It does, I don't. Crazy I'll never get it. Me. I'll never Crazy. get it. I'll never get it. I'll never get it. It's the NFL draft. You can't miss it. You can't I miss disagree. It. You can't miss uh, it for a movie like Avengers Endgame. You miss it. Can't miss it. Avengers Endgame was like Can't the biggest it. cinematic experience of our life. Trivia, trivia, I have still trivia. I've never seen Endgame. I, I, I found That's one. That's kind of sad. I, never I, I actually watched. I don't care. I was watching it this morning. It's it's a superhero movie. It's not real. The your NFL favorite draft movie is real lies. Hold on, hold on. It's your, real lies. Your your favorite movie is Draft Day, and you are sitting here shitting on the Marvel movies. It is real lives. We're talking. Actually, my favorite movie. Okay, Draft Day is my most watched movie. And I watch it because it reminds me of my favorite thing, which is the NFL draft. The movie Not itself year, sucks. You don't really. It doesn't seem like you care that much. About I that don't game. care as much, but I'm. Now that we're a week away, I'm like, I'm getting excited. I'm, uh, I'm ready. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited fun. because there's a lot of uncertainty, and it's just it's just great. My favorite movie is probably Back to the Future. Like all time, all time. I'm a, big a good Back one. To the future guy. That's a good. That's a good one to pick. I, I like part one and two equally. But even so, like, that's not realistic. It's no, but no, but but but. but, but, but like it's way, to me, it's way more the, the movie. The way it goes is way more believably realistic and like cool to think about than superheroes. Like I don't know, I just I never I never got superheroes. I'm starting to kind of get into Star Wars a little bit. If you like Star Wars, you'd like superheroes. I think the reason why is it's one line that kind of gets me to want to believe Star Wars, and that's in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. I've been doing some like massive like galaxy type of like YouTube video watch sometimes. The galaxy is so large that it's legitimately believable that, like, this could be happening in a galaxy far, far away. Like, I can believe that. That's all I need. That's all I need. Aliens are real. Aliens are 100% real. Yeah. Be a fun guest. Luke Skywalker the is out there somewhere. An alien? An alien pod? What? Yeah, let's try to get an alien on the pod. We should It'd do be that. a fun guest. We take the spaceship up to uh, Venus. You, I mean, Stopsky would, would be a funny guest if we wanted to talk about anything but college football. He would have a lot of funny things to say. He is, he's a big spewer. <laughs> all right, trivia, go. Did you forget it? it? I was thinking. Oh, all right. So 2015 LSU Florida. Okay. It was a great game. Okay, hold on. This was 35-28. I had two trivia questions for it. Okay. I, I, I Trayon Harris actually played pretty well. Yes, he Both did. Both quarterbacks this threw the ball start. all over this the place. Was his first start. And I was like, oh, maybe we're going to be good. Yeah, still. no, right. Brandon Harris was the starter for LSU. That was, was that? the first trivia question. Oh, sorry. Okay. The second one was what game... So it was on ESPN. Right. Primetime. Oh, it was a whoa, game he has trouble with the snap. Yeah. And the ball is free. Oh, it's geez. picked up by Michigan State's oh. Jalen Watts Jackson, and he, he scores, scores on the last play of the game. game. See, okay, so I, I, was, I was thinking about that this was game a couple days ago. I turned off that game. It was 7 game. Florida yeah, when that happened. Right, because I turned off the game to watch the first drive. Who scored the first touchdown? Uh, Jake McGee. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking about trivia. I was thinking about Jake right. McGee the other day. Trivia on that note. Trivia Sanders on that note. and Keeter and all those guys. Yeah. Do you know? He could have been an All American with which and which Florida football game had the highest attendance ever in the history of this one? Alabama, twenty twenty one. Incorrect. That was fifth. Mm. And oh. it was off by it's fifth, but it's off by like two hundred people. Auburn. Yeah. No. No. Mm. Ever. Almost twenty fifteen. Disappointing. No. Think about the, the, the situation. It's really disappointing. Uh, it was the reason why I think is because it's, it's it's rather recent. It's later in the year, and the playoff was still possible. FSU 2015. Correct. Oh, we scored two points that game. Two points. The and that's what's was so you, disappointing. Oh my God. Trivia question. Playoff was still possible because Who we, got were, the we safety? had one loss. We had to play oh, FSU. Um, and um, was it Antonio Morrison? No. It was Caleb Brantley? No. Taven Bryan? Um, Alex McAllister. I'm going to keep going through all these 2015 guys. Uh, Jordan Sherritt. Um, Quincy Wilson. Uh, Jelani Jenkins. C.C. Jefferson. Okay. Mm. It was, we were all right. It was one I of those mean, guys. Yeah, it I was mean, one of those yeah. front seven 2015 guys. The, you know, the two most, not painful because they were even close losses. Like, like 2012 Georgia was the first game that 
it made me like cry as a sports fan. I always point to that being as the first heartbreaking yeah. moment. I agree. That I was agree. my first heartbreaking sports moment. I agree. I think, I think that there was probably that was probably the first time I was like, wait a minute, this is this can actually happen. This like, can this, hurt me. This can, this can like, hurt me. I was it was I was like, one of my pain. friends. My every year, my friend we got together like the, there was like four of my friends got together for my friend's birthday on October 29th. He had a birthday. October that game was on Halloween though. It was yeah right. So uh-huh. we got together like on like right now I think it was the 30th. Was it or yeah, it was like right 30th. around then. It was yeah. like. And we, like, they did not care about football, but I did, so we were watching it. And they they did not get my pain. But, I like, the whole night was ruined. Like, I just, I couldn't even. No, no, nothing. That was, yeah, no, that was probably, yeah. Doesn't for get me, terrible. I don't think pain as a sports fan. I think I was really introduced to pain as a sports fan, the 2013 college football season. The whole when season. When Florida yeah. went 4-8. and eight, and everyone decided to become an FSU fan. And I've been a Gator fan my entire life. I would always wear Gator shirts to school. I would wear my jerseys back in the day. Like, and people just started like doing the chop in my face. They would just like walk up to me. Like Max Forstad, he's a manager for the basketball team. He, he was my roommate freshman year. He would come, Max Forstad, a Gators basketball manager, would come up to me in the hallway and go, "Oh, I, I, I wanted to stick kids." It, it was miserable. It was, it was eighth grade for me, and that like you know. It was eighth grade, so I it it was the one year where my two best friends that year happened to be Florida State kids. I have I have a little bit I have some bad news. Huh? Quote this is a quote what? What? from today. His tools are day one caliber. It is a quote about Anthony Richardson. No. No, don't tell me who said it. No, Anthony Trish. No. Oh god. No. <laughs> it's not that they made a graphic, they it's made a, a whole cur- graphic. <laughs> oh my Trish, please don't. No. Please. You know what? No. Anthony is immune to the Trish curse. That's how good he is. I've called you into Steve's show a million times. Don't do it. Watch. Steve's going to have him on to talk about it next week, probably. But yeah. All right. I guess let's do one last thing. Why don't, why don't we bring him on and break? I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> let's have him on. Break bread a little bit, you know? Trish definitely is like Marvin's room in the corner. Like, oh, my God. Emer- Emery Jones haunts me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's his fault for not watching the game. Like, like, I don't, I don't know how you could have mocked Emory six. I mean, it was one of those things where I guess he figured everyone will forget if this doesn't happen. But if it does happen, I'll look like the smartest guy in the room. Right. You know, right. we so. don't forget on the won't back down podcast. You know who I would mock? We hold. You know who my seats. random, but my early like top ten quarterback next year, who no one's talking about yet, Jake Hayner, Fresno State. Oh, I like it. That like guy's it. a savage. Yeah. Yeah, he really He's is. like he got a lot of Zach Wilson in him. Wasn't he transferring to Washington and decided to go back to Fresno? Because yeah. his coach So Jay, he's had a weird cuz Jake Hayner started at Washington for Chris Peterson. Then he transferred to Fresno State. Fresno State's coach got hired by Washington. He had the ball. He almost followed him back and then he said, "I'll stay Fresno." Was State. Cropper going back to Fresno State? Cropper. I don't Cropper. know, but they hired Jeff Tedford, who's he, he was our coach before. He was Derek Carr's coach. Yeah, he was like Fresno State's so, guy. So he's good. So that's why he stayed. Yeah, of yeah he's going to have a great year. Yeah. They're All probably right, going to yeah. be a better team than Washington also. Wow. I can't believe we just did an hour. We just talked about nothing for an hour. Seinfeld. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks for listening if you're still listening. Anyone have one more great trivia question? <sighs> Mm, I ha- like I have a lot, but like it's hard to like pinpoint certain kind of uh, trivia. Let Struggling. What position did Ryan Tannehill play? Wide receiver. Okay, now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, obviously that was the joke. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was a joke. And on that note, because, because it's the it's the it's thank the you to all of our broadcast. fans. Oh, wait, 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 hang on. <laughs> oh. Am I wrapping this up now? Or are we still? Um, who are the Dolphins taking at one hundred two? Uh, either I saw Brandon Smith get mocked us the other day. I think it'll be James Cook, uh, Matt Lindstrom if he's available. Who is the leading passer in Miami Hurricanes football history? Ken Dorsey, Stephen Morris, Bernie Kosar. Uh, all right, this is a fun one. Who are the Miami Hurricanes with all Brad Kaya. Brad Kaya. Wow. All of the great, the NFL I greats. I forgot about Brad Kaya. The greats, he existed. The greats who have passed through the Miami Thank Hurricanes football program. Their oh, leading passer, rusher, and receiver. Go. Leading passer is Brad Kaya. Brad Kaya. 
Their leading rusher is... Hey, get so many yards. Um, Joseph Yerby. Mm-mm. Travis Homer. DJ Dallas. Leading rusher. And receiver. Frank, These are both yeah. going to surprise you a little bit. Frank, it, it's not... As it's not did the, the passer. I just think it... They've had so many good, great NFL like, Hall Johnson. of Famers. Yeah. Okay. And then receiver. You're, you're not going to get this. Um, Amon Richards. He only played for like one year. Uh, yeah, Coley. He, they talked about him so Stacey much. Stacy Coley. Uh, Santana Moss. Was he recent? Like fairly recent? Very recent. Very recent. KJ Osborne. He was there for one year. It wasn't Stacy Coley. He was uh, there forever. Uh, Braxton Berrios. I wish. That, that was a good guess. Oh, Braxton Berrios. Yeah, but yeah. he's a cane in the jet, so it's hard for me to really like him. I can tell you. Um, I'd like to think yeah. about this for a sec. He was a Miami receiver. I already said Stacy Coley. I already said... Very recent. Very recently. Very. Yeah. Hmm. This is how we're ending our Florida Gators podcast. Talking about Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Just Brad Kaya being the all-time... And he only played three years, too. Yeah, I and mean, they've had so many great NFL quarterbacks. So how did they get so many Hall yards? of Fame NFL running backs, Duke Johnson. Like well, it, they were airing the shit like, out of the ball. How did he get so Kyle. many yards? They had Michael Irvin, all these guys, and yet you're you're never going to get him. So weird. Stacy. It's not Stacy. Not Stacy Cole. Damn. Or Philip Dorsett. Would have been another good guess. I wasn't even thinking of Dorsett. Yeah, uh, he went to Miami. Who is it? Mike Harley. Really? Yeah. That doesn't He's the all-time leading receiver in Miami Hurricanes. I refuse to accept that. He is. There's no way that's true. I feel like he didn't see the field. What? Yeah, wait. Oh, wait. I, no, I might have had that wrong. Okay. He's the, the receptions leader. He's fifth in receiving yards. Who's number one? Santana Moss. Yeah, there you go. Great okay. players, big time okay. players make big time plays yeah, bro, in Mike big time Harley games. Had Santana Moss, that was his quote. Mike Harley had 540 yards last year. Like he, I believe Carlos Alvarez is the all time leading receiver for Florida. Yeah, that makes sense. I think running, rushing, I don't know. All right. That's it. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's been a great day. Um, an fun. hour and seven minutes. We could do this one all day. It's impressive. Yeah, trivia. I love trivia. I mean, Next week. There's so we much should. random crap in our brains. Next That's week, it. we got ZC. That's Ugh. tomorrow. I think we're doing that tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're recording it tomorrow. We'll probably put it out next week. Put it out next week. Uh, I might have to call into that, by the way. I'm, I've got I've got a busy We'll, we'll give you a call. We'll give you a call. Thanks, man. Yeah. I forgot. Well, we, I was driving home last mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, they could have just called Could have just called you. I tried calling you to ask you a question about something. You never picked up. When? Last Friday. Yeah. Well, FaceTime. Might have not went through. Should have called in. Yeah, I don't think it went through. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> All right, folks. Yeah. Thanks See for joining us. See ya. Peace. Happy Bye. draft week. Thank you for listening to the Won't Back Down podcast with Will Levinson, Sam Patosa, and Jake Lehman, a part of the Pigskin Podcast Network.